Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, going down the line, the director of the AC Fishing Schools, Mr. Ron Hobbs. Good morning, sir. Hi. There you go. (laughs) Mr. Ben Seacrest from Accurate Fishing. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. There you go. I've got the man from the fresh lakes, the fresh waters, <laughs> Mr. Hia, because he's not Mia today, Mr. So I didn't call you a Mr. Tony Williams from Bite on Fishing. Good yeah. Morning. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. In nice to be in studio. Okay. My dear friend, satellite up there somewhere. Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And then I've got Mr. Andrew Mack from uh, Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. All right. And our in-studio guest, an affiliate, I guess. We call him partner, whatever he wants to be called. You know, the guy with a big rod. Yeah, the guy, he carries a big stick. <laughs> I got Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate in the house. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. I've been caffeinated, but not one else around here. And are you kidding me? Mia is here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just hope all, I hope you've been here already for a few minutes. And the only thing that you are is caffeinated. <laughs> not only that, but he brought donuts. Hey. Hey, hey, Andrew. 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 He brought donuts. And he brought the good stuff, Krispy Kreme. Just saying. I okay. took a, a two-minute two minute detour to yeah, do this. He didn't stop at the gas station like you do and see what they got left. See? <laughs> all right. Anyway, all good. Um, let's go ahead and start with you guys because we, we today I really want to get into uh, salt water. So um, there's a lot of stuff going. Ben was on a trip this week. We're going to hear from him. Um, I was out as well. Uh, the boats are reporting. So, Tony Williams, okay, why don't you lead us off with the freshwater report? Yeah, Sergio, it's good to be back. And uh, we've just been putting together a lot of these kids' events for now the up and coming event for 2021. So, we've got some, uh, you know, big news, of course. The June 5th Kids Fishing Derby at Lake Elsinore is coming about. Now, this is a really fun event. If you haven't gone to register, you can. We'll, uh, we'll put a link in the uh, information on how to register if you haven't. The, every year they have this mass amount of kids. Last year they had a couple hundred kids, and uh, that was right before COVID. So 
it was a really great opportunity for the kids to get out there. They literally, um, the city comes in, they bring in a bunch of catfish, and they're gonna sh- they're gonna rope off the uh, certain section of the beach, and the kids is gonna be wide open fishing. So okay, so let's June stop that on Saturday. I was gonna say, let's make sure that we let everybody know it is next weekend, correct? Next weekend is June 5th. Right. So next weekend, what time do you want volunteers? Well, I think the sign up. Uh, we'll we'll put a uh, we'll put a notice out and we'll get the times and some volunteers. I've uh, I have a, a list that people are signing up on us, and so if um, if you're going to volunteer, we're looking for people to have nets and some you know basic terminal tackle, some bobbers, maybe some hooks. Something that's going to help the kids just get hooked up right away. And then uh, we'll probably be out there starting at 7 o'clock and getting everything ready and geared up, getting the bait cut, and getting these kids on fish. Okay, perfect. And uh, what time does the event start for the kids? Uh, the event is at 9 o'clock, isn't it? 9, 9 to 12? Mm, I believe it's a little earlier. Okay, I got you off guard. The I, event will be from 7.30 to 10.30. There you go. Just, you, know, you don't get up until 9. Me That's yeah. right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It does start a little bit earlier. Uh, 7.30 to 9.00. So if you're there at 7 o'clock, that's fine, because you're really just uh, setting up. You're getting nets ready, and it should be a – I mean, the whole beach is wide open for these kids. Right. So um, once again, uh, the kids start at 7.30, so I would recommend you there about a half hour earlier. Make sure you check all your uh, registration stuff. Folks, you got to register. You just can't show up with kids. You have to register. And what's the website again, Tony? Uh, the city of Lake Elsinore, lake-elsinore.org. Correct, and then yep. just follow it. You'll you'll find it. If not, you can go to the Anger Chronicles uh, Facebook page, and we have posted there. Just look for it, and you can get all the information there. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, kids ages 15 years and younger are invited to fish. Yeah, for that free way that they day. that way they don't need a license. That's right. Okay? That's right. Uh, remember, anybody any adult that will be fishing afterwards, make sure you have your fishing license. Okay, you're gonna need a license. That's right. There. And the Department of Fishing Game will be there. Okay, so. Be aware, okay? All right. Um, Lake Elsinore, that's where you live, Tony. The okay. dream, a city of dream extreme. I know there's some stuff happening there. Why don't you talk to me? Yeah, so, you know, there's uh, on top of the on top of the regular stocking that they're starting to do with the catfish and the bass and the you've got crappie. I mean, they're really loading up these fish. And so we're expecting another big, uh, big stocking here soon. And uh, it's just going to be, you know, one of those lakes that you can go to and catch a variety of different fish. Right now, the catfish are on. The bass are biting. You know, I mean, it's a good time to get out there. So if you get a chance, visit Lake Elsinore. Come out, do some fishing. It's a great opportunity. And then, of course, we get to visit Williams Bait and Tackle and the Bobber. Get to have some lunch and, uh, you know, eat out, eat out there on the deck. So if you haven't eaten at the Bobber yet, you're missing out on the Bobber Slobber. Have you had one yet, Oliver? Oh, my God. The great Bobber food. Slobber. Great food. I'm telling you. <laughs> It's like a five-deck burger, man. It's the best burger you've ever had. It's a walking heart attack. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I will tell you this. I, Ron uh, loves those barber slobbers. <laughs> He's his head. Okay. All right. So, well, Ben, you and I and, uh, went out there uh, once. Yeah, it was, it was okay. my family and your family. Right. And, uh, Tony, you were there, too. Uh, I like those ribs. Those ribs he's got are unbelievable. You're Shrimp's like, not bad either. The coconut Ooh, shrimp the coconut is really, really shrimp. good too. So, well, you know what? We we said uh, Lake Elsinore, and guess who's calling? Let me guess. Uh, you, you go ahead and guess. Uh, who do you think it is? Uh, go ahead, tell me, Ben. Who do you think it's it is? the guy that always likes to go on the shark donut. 
Yeah, the shark donut guy. Yeah, buddy. You know what? You know why he's calling? Because his buddy here, the, the other Dallas Cowboy, the only two Dallas Cowboys left in the world, they're, they're here on the same line. You go, Jonathan. Good morning, Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Uh, good morning, boys. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing good. We're doing good. What's up? By the way, the guy carries the right name too. Oh my God, right. Oliver! Oh Lord! Not only Jeez. oh God. Give me a donut. Wow. Hey, Here's a bobber hey, over here. Oh. All I'm saying is, you got to eat all your pudding. You got to eat all your pudding, Oliver. I don't, I, a lot of the young people are not going to get that reference. Okay, but anyway. Go ahead. Hey, yeah. Oliver, just, just for you, um, a buddy of mine actually works for uh, uh, the Cowboys, and I'm actually going to be volunteering at the uh, at the camp this, this year. Nice. In, uh, that's awesome. Stuff. Listen, I, Jonathan, you might as well play. I've seen you guys play. It'd probably be an improvement to the team. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Jonathan, I mean, the honest truth is we just need a new owner and then we'll be champions again. <laughs> okay, so that means you got a while to go. You're, you're, so I, was, I, I was just calling in because uh, I, I heard uh, uh, Mia was, oh. uh, was really cool. Um, and you know, really appreciate you guys. You know, hyping up the the uh, kids fishing derby. Actually, I think we might be close to uh, uh, close to filling up because of uh, co- because of the numbers. And I appreciate you putting the number uh, out there of where to to um, call um, register at. But yeah, definitely signing up with, with Tony. Um, if they have scales as well, mm-hmm. we'd like for them to bring scales because we're going to try to get um, the kids' numbers in. Uh, as soon as they catch them. And we're going to limit the number of, of fish that um, families get. You know, uh, two years ago, we had uh, a really good bite, and there were some families that were, I won't say they were poaching, but they were they were not looking at the spirit of the activity. It's really to teach kids how to fish <laughs> and get, get the, uh, the kids out there. So, uh, you know, if they can bring scales, get them weighed, get them actually back in so they can be ready for the, uh, the June Extreme Fishing Derby uh, June 26th, so really, really exciting. As uh, Tony mentioned, you know, we are going to be doing that stocking for uh, the kids fishing derby, and we are putting in uh, some largemouth bass at the same time um, getting ready for the derby. Uh, we did get approved for the 50,000 uh, wipers. Oh, nice. I believe, believe, I believe before the end of June. And then um, really exciting news for the city our budget passed on uh, last Tuesday, so that means we got our additional money to do stocking for um, next year after uh, July 1st. So we're we're gearing up for a really really great um, uh, you know fishing time over at the lake. People are starting to catch the vipers. They're still not a size, but you know they're growing and and it's crazy. We're getting calls all the time about people coming up and say, Oh yeah, I heard you in the Inglewood Chronicles. I want to come and check out, the, you know, where's the place to go to catfish and where's the place to go for this and that. And you guys uh, really appreciate the partnership we have. But, Is that a whale? Yeah. I don't know. Not here. No, 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 no. no, no. It's just noises. It's just a weird noise. Hey, Jonathan, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear the music in the background. That means i got to go to a commercial break. Stay on. We'll finish all with your thought. And this is... Uh, Angler Chronicles, funny morning already. Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. We'll be right back.
6.30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And as you can see, we're already started with a, a very, very fun morning. It's nice when everything is here. I think the the Krispy Kremes. Oh, by the way, Andrew, let me rub it in a little bit more. Uh, not only are they donuts, they're Krispy Kreme donuts. Dang, you guys getting spoiled. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. And and I'm also looking at one, seven rods are in studio. Uh, I wish you guys what? could see. Yeah, one of them is actually, they're actually all decked out. We got some swim baits on them. We got some surface iron on them. Ooh, doggy, we're going to talk some some rods. So, good stuff. All right, let me go back to Jonathan. Jonathan, uh, let's finish that thought. Uh, the kids' event is next Saturday. I just want to make sure that the volunteers get there early and go look up Tony Williams with Bite On Fishing and Angler Chronicles. Tony, um, you want them there what time again? Uh, as long as you're there by 7 o'clock. 7, 7 o'clock. Okay. By 7 o'clock, you're good. The kids begin at 7.30. Okay. Lines go in at 7.30. The lines go in at 7.30 until 10, I believe, right? Until 10. We'll have plenty of mackerel cut uh, mac. 10.30. 10.30. Oh, 10.30. Yep. Okay. We'll have plenty of fish and bait for the kids, and so it should be, uh, it should be just a, another great event. Okay. Excellent. So, Jonathan, uh, you've made um, – Another huge purchase. You're going to get some more wipers in, and you mentioned about the size. I always go to Steve because he's on it. Steve Carson, uh, how fast do these fish grow? Well, they grow about an inch a month in once they're in the lake. So leave them alone. Don't bug them. Don't fish for them until they're 18 inches long. It's very tempting. A, you know, a 14 to 16 incher weighs about a pound and a half. It's tempting to keep it. Let them. Let them go. Let them do their thing. Then once they're 18 inches, throw just about whatever you like to throw. Mm -hmm. Whether you like to throw cut mackerel, night crawlers, 
any kind of small lures, they're happy to bite them. Got it. All right. So uh, anything else you want to add there, uh, Skinner, on that event? Because we're going to talk about another event coming up next. No, I think that, I think that's great. You know, it's going to be great to get the, everybody out. I want to thank Riverside County uh, uh, Parks and Recreation District. They donated $1,000, so we're going to be able to get some additional prizes for the kids. And, and really, it's a great event to see young anglers get started. You know, the one kid that you see out there that got that huge old catfish, he, fit, he fished in it when he was younger. Yeah. And now he's just, uh, he's just biting all over the place, so. That's what happens, and the, the whole point here is to get the kids going, and you made it, you made it easier. I'm not going to say that perfect, but it, it's easier for the kids to catch their first fish. Very reminiscent of what we do up here with Mouseburg Park, Ron. So uh, yeah, that that's that's what we want. We want to make sure the kids get hooked on fishing and uh, get them going. So uh, that is the kids' fish. Fish, um, it's not a derby. Uh, uh, fish event. Just, just for kids, just for kids fishing. Group. Just for kids fishing event. Okay. Now, I want everybody. To, you know, most of the calendars are getting filled now because everybody knows that the twelfth we've got the fishing festival over at McCulloch's White Shoes. But on the twenty sixth, we have the Dream Extreme Derby. Yeah. Okay. It'll be. A, you know, I say it's a one day, but technically the night before is the captain's meeting. You want to be there for that. We'll probably party over there at the Bobber right after. And then um, you can stay either at the campgrounds. You can stay at the uh, Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino. They got rooms available for us. And get going. It'll be a one-day event versus two days. So it'll be just Saturday. But it'll be with the same amount of prizes. Instead of over two days, it'll be over just one day. So I think the prizes might get a little bit juicier than they were last year per person you know so cool. we've got five categories uh tony what are the five cat i like to put you on the spot we've got catfish we've got carp bass crappie and the elusive wiper not elusive anymore this not day. elusive but okay. they got to be on they got to be They're at least be 15 the... inches right and a pound and a half no. 18, 18, 18 inches. 18 there you go. Inches. Okay, so Tony's the one that would have kept one. <laughs> so Tony was thinking tacos all along. I, I want to know, is there a penalty for bringing in a, a uh, undersized fish? I think there should be. Uh, Every we, year we there do, has been we addressed, have, yeah. There, there, it is in the rules. There is a penalty for a short fish. Plus, if you bring a wiper that's short, you might get slapped in the back of the head. Okay? And say, <laughs> dummy, no, go put it back. Okay, so, uh, yeah, now you don't want to bring any short fish. There's no need for that, okay? I know there's, there's, there's a lot of money at play, but, you know, this is the reason we call this a derby is because it doesn't have the tenacity, quote-unquote, of a major tournament, okay? So uh, that, that's a deal there, okay? So it is a derby. It is on the 26th, and we look forward to uh, everybody signing up. You can sign up. Um, uh, what is... Um, uh, Williams number, Tony. Well, I would go to Facebook and look for Williams Bait and Tackle. Right. And then let me just get the phone number, and then we can give them a call. Or you can go to Lake Elsinore Casino. Oh, so what is the? You know the? Do you know which one that is? The, uh, do okay, I know so the number Jonathan, by phone? Okay, Jonathan by and now. Andrew, I'm having a great time here because <laughs> Mia's been, Mia, 
Mia. is actually here, but Mia was absent for like three weeks. So I'm getting I'm getting my due. I'm catching him off guard yeah. every chance. Go ahead. Buddy. I think I think um, your thought Willie's number is one eight hundred lost rod. <laughs> <laughs> Greasy hands lost rod. All right. Now so um, Jonathan, you want to you want to help him out here? Okay. Uh, do you know you know the, the the where they can sign up? Well, they can actually go to the uh, uh, Lake Elsinore Casino and sign up. Right. And then uh, website. And then when they go on there, I was talking to William, they need to go to not go to the events tab, go to shop. Because when they go on shop, then it will show them the different things that, right. uh, that are going on there, and they can they can purchase online. So I'll be doing that for me today um, mm -hmm. to, to sign up. So uh, it's pretty exciting. You know, I, I know it's a one-day, and I know we wanted to do a two-day, but at the time when – we got everything together. We're still in the middle of, you know, COVID lockdown, and now things are starting to open up. I think it, I, I don't think I know it's going to be a fantastic event, getting people back out to Launch Point, get them on the water, and getting some fish caught. Right. That, that's the key. That's the key. All right. So that's how you get going. And of course, we will be broadcasting live from the Bobber. So that show will be live from the Bobber, uh, there in Lake Elsinore at the Launch Point. And then you guys will go in the water, and then we're going to have the, all the festivities and award ceremonies right there at the Bobber. Um, we are going to film this for an episode of Angler Chronicles. So uh, it's a, it's just a great event. And so many friends come out on this one, and people that we didn't knew, know at the beginning have now become great friends. This is, what, the 8th or 9th, right, um, Oliver? I think it's the 9th. Okay. Eighth annual. A eighth annual. Eighth annual Dream Extreme. And Angler Chronicles has done seven, the last seven of them. So that that's that's kind of, Ron seven already. I can't believe that. I know. Yeah. So uh, it's been it's been a doozy. But anyway, so a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Okay. So uh, looking forward to doing that. And I do know that Rhonda, my wife, will be one of the teams in there. I guess she's getting together with William's uh, wife and. Susie, they're, they're going to have a, a great team. I mean, no, don't worry about it. i got a reminder to make sure that she has her drag on her reel. Okay. That was funny. That was funny on there. And we got, we got it on video, so that was excellent. All right. And anyway, so that's what's going on. Jonathan, anything else coming out of Lake Elsinore that you want to share with us? Yeah, you know, baseball season's going on now. Storm's playing. They're doing pretty well. We actually got a kid that um, uh, he's going to be an up-and-comer. The, uh, in the in the positive organization's been hitting some dingers and stuff, so we're we're doing all right there. But the uh, the venue uh, Diamond Stadium is having all uh, other events as well. And actually tonight, my wife and I and some others are going to an Elton John um, concert tonight. Not Elton John himself, but an Elton John cover band that'll be playing inside the stadium. So this is the first time we've been able to have it inside in what 12, 18 months. So it's yeah, pretty it's exciting cool. that we're starting to get back out and you know encourage people to come down and see one of the best stadiums in Southern California. Even though we're um, you know the minor leagues, the farm teams, our stadium is absolutely beautiful. Um, they're doing you know social distancing and stuff until June fifteenth, but it's great. You need to come down to the stadium, come down to the lake to see. We have uh, PWC races coming in July and August. We got people jumping out of the <laughs> out of perfectly good airplanes every day. <laughs> um, you know, uh, downtown is hopping, so definitely need to come to Lake Elsinore, not just for the fishing, but for everything else we have in the city of Dreamers Dream. You got it. 
You got it. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. And we will probably, I'm sure we'll talk to you next week. And uh, we'll just keep everybody posted on what's going on. Sounds good? Uh, you, guys, you guys take care. All right. Excellent. All right. Uh, our favorite place, Lake Elsinore. But let me go to Andrew right here and get a little bit of love here. Andrew, what's been going on in the local lakes? Well, the local lakes, uh, the word is the catfish. Uh, with this warmer weather, a lot of lakes are stocking catfish. Um, you still have trout options up there at uh, Green, uh, Green Valley Lake, also at uh, uh, Lake Gregory as well. Uh, lake Gregory has one more stock of 1,500 pounds next week. And then uh, Lake Gregory, they've been doing a bi biweekly now, so they're also putting trout in. Um, Big Bear Lake has their, uh, their 50 fish for 50K next week, next Saturday. But, you know, as all of us, we'll be out there at uh, McCullough's uh, Shoes for the event out there. Um, so good luck to all the anglers uh, that are fishing that two-day tournament. Hopefully somebody catches uh, one of the five fish put in that are, that are worth $10,000. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, the carp right now at Big Bear, they just started spawning yesterday, as you see from my pictures. We took advantage of it and were able to find a few. Um, I'll be heading up there shortly again for, uh, you know, they, they eat arrows, so it's pretty pretty fun up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Excellent. Uh, what else you got? Uh, one more lake uh, we've got to cover here is uh, uh, Santa Ana River Lake. You guys seen the video? They stocked uh, a couple catfish uh, around that 35-pound mark, um, along with 6,000 pounds of other catfish. But throwing 35-pounders in, I mean, those catfish were very large. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I, 35 pounds going in. So that's I like yeah, that. Yeah, going in. <laughs> very, very cool. So. Yeah, right. other than that, that's, that's pretty much the word on the freshwater. Okay, well, you know what? Let me go to Steve Carson. Carson, you were up in uh, the Kern River this week, right? Yeah, yeah. I spent uh, most of the week in Kernville. It wasn't exactly a fishing trip, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I fished for a little bit, a couple hours, pretty much every day. And uh, that's that's kind of a <clears throat> hidden gem. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about, uh, oh, about 75, 80 miles directly east or uphill, as, as the case may be from Bakersfield, and uh, it's just the bottom of the Sequoia National Forest. And uh, uh, Kernville's a, a very quaint little town. I think it's uh, around population 1,800, although today, uh, first day of Memorial Day weekend, population is probably 18,000. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, earlier this week, there was you know almost nobody there. Uh, there's a, about a, a 10-mile stretch above Lake Isabella, that's real easy to fish. And same thing, I did not fish below Lake Isabella, the lower Kern, but I, I heard it was good. And I, you know, I, I was fortunate in that I heard my own one sentence trout fishing seminar and, and paid attention to, to what I learned there. And it's the same trick for fishing for, for trout, especially planted trout, anywhere in the state. And Sergio, what is that seminar? Two-pound test. Bingo. See, I know that I learned. <laughs> although although I'm that. using one-pound test now. Hey, Steve, did you uh, fish anywhere near the power plant by chance? No, no, I didn't get quite, didn't get exactly to there. I, I kind of bypassed that. I was, uh, right. you know, scouting scouting spots a little bit upriver, and, uh, you know, they plant all through there. And really, right there in town, in the park right there in town, the fishing was just fine. 
um, you know, there were there was a fair amount of people there, so I wanted to get away from them. So there, there's a lot of fish there, a lot of trout. All right, listen, guys, I got the Midnight Rider coming in by Greg Allman. So uh, we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll finish up with, with uh, Carson, and we're going to start moving in some uh, salt water. I want to put some salt in this. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. These sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts. They're polarized and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-wearing fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. It's hot. Time to get to that lake, river, or beach you love. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angler Chronicles with Back in Black with a little bit of salt. Got the salt shaker going. Ben, I'm dying to talk about the fish. Uh, that's what it's a little bit of ACDC on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Uh, my name is Sergio. I got Ron, Tony, Ben, Steve Carson, Andrew Mack, and our dear guest, Mr. Oliver Solis, in studio. Okay, so. Um, Steve, go ahead and just finish that that uh, that trout adventure in Kernville. Well, yeah, it, it's a, a very surprisingly close opportunity, and the trout keep you know they keep stocking and the trout keep biting all the way through the summer. So when the when the trout opportunities are 
are gone in the in in the south and going up to the Sierras may be a little too far. Uh, Kernville's great. Uh, there's you know even the little littler and quainter little place you can't even call it a town called River Kern, which is essentially a little a little gathering of of cottages and one store. Um, uh, then there's all kinds of just roadside opportunities. You drive up the canyon, up the Kern River Canyon, and uh, it's about 15 miles of pick a spot. You know, pull out. You know, you have to walk down. You know, a little bit of a little bit of a hill. Um, you're not going to go down like a mountain goat if you're Sergio's age. Uh, but but you can make it. And and the fish are just very cooperative. The water's beautiful. Um, uh, you know, I can't recommend it enough. Very cool. Very good. All right, so um, I guess in the freshwater world, everything is a little bit everything, and it looks good to me. Looks good to me. All right. Now, like I wanted to do, and I'm going to push this this time. I really mm -hmm. want to talk salt because uh, for the last, uh, I would say, what, three or four weeks now, solid. And I'm talking some solid action going on. Um, great yellowtail fishing. Oh, we got them good the other day. Great yellowtail fishing. We've got uh, good tuna fishing. Okay, really good tuna fishing. And then if you if you come up here north a little bit, um, the El Dorado just got back again from Nick uh, with all the rockfish you want, ling cod, yellowtail there too. So the fishing is really, really good. Okay, San Clemente's putting out. Um, well, you got that. Yeah, the other thing right now is like you're saying, bass fishing is coming into its own. The thing that's funny is you see what's cool is whatever you like to do. There's focus on on tuna. There's focus on yellows. There's focus on rockfish. There's focus on calicos. And what's nice is that there's just not one focus. Now they got four four groups of fish that are running around. People are spreading out. So if you want to go and tr do whatever you want to do, there's less traffic, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. So um, the nice thing is uh, everybody's getting back on the ball okay the it, because of this coronavirus it, it's coming we're coming back okay now that fishing never went away really uh, they, shut, no. they, they shut down for a little bit but it's all back yeah. the fish are there so it's time to go fishing so let's go ahead ben i was out there twice you went out there once but i went out for something different you went out twice yeah okay so you had the actually go ahead and tell them you know where you were although you probably don't want to tell them exactly where you were, but what you were looking at, because I was fascinated with the story you told me. So why don't you uh, share, share with the listeners? Are you talking about the big fish? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a, there's the weird, it, it's not weird. Um, playing the game for the last, I don't know, eight years with these things, we were on our way out Tuesday morning, and we are running outside to go and check the ridge out. So we got some dope that there was fish down below the 371. So we went down about below the 371, and what we, what we did is we came into an area, and you could tell that there was bait in the area. But let's let's just put it like let's give an example. Like there's a biomass of bait, and you drop a bomb in the middle of it, and you blow the bait all over the place, right? So there's not one group of bait, but there's a thousand small segments of bait floating around a five mile area. So you start going into that five mile area, and you start looking. And if you pay attention, you're going to see whitewater. And people are like, ah, that was in the distance. What was that? And you keep on moving around to the whitewater, and all of a sudden you realize the whitewater is huge fish. Not foamers, just fish one at a time. So there was probably 
there was no boats where we started inside there, and we ended up talking to a couple other guys and pulling some guys in, and one of those guys got a 240 out of the stuff. But the one thing you could see right now is there's a, there's a lot of different groups of fish because I saw, I don't know, probably 50 breezers that day, and I was looking real carefully, and some breezers had fish that were you know 30 to 50 some breezers had fish that were 60 to 100 and then some breezers had two to 300 pounders in it i'm big ones so this season those fish right now have not have not settled into an area that means an area that has bait that might have structure that will go and uh, have the the fish will have an opportunity just to settle down and if every time the wind blows it blows these fish around and they and it takes them a while to settle if we get a really solid like weather cycle where it stays the same for a while Sergio, I think we're going to see uh, we're going to see a season that's just going to blow doors, and you're going to see people catching a lot of different size fish too. But I truly think that someone's going to catch, you know, a four four fifty or something wow. like that this year because the size of the fish. I was sitting I was sitting talking to I I was talking to someone that's very well known on the West Coast, and I'm not going to throw his name out there because him and one of his co-boats. Both got spooled. Oh. Well, you know, so that, that kind of stuff trips me out because even on even with a, a smaller a smaller rod, you can start the boat and run. Could you imagine if you're not running and you just get spooled? See what I'm saying? Right. You can start the boat and run. These guys were running after fish and getting spooled. All right. Well, listen, uh, the reason I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. One of the things, you know, I monitor Facebook pretty good. And I see a lot of pictures coming in from the different boats, the party boats, the Liberty, the San yeah. Diego. I mean, they're, they're all just bringing in all these fish. Even within a day and a half range, what I'm not seeing, okay, is pictures of small fish. So here's one that happened last week that was interesting. On Tuesday, we were coming in Tuesday night. So we're running, we're running across the nine mile, and all of a sudden I see the same blowups that I'm seeing 43 miles outside. I heard that on Tuesday I was outside it, but inside on the nine mile there was foamers on the nine mile of all different size fish. So foamers, I didn't see any foamers myself, but they were talking about foamers on the nine mile. Mm-hmm. That is. I think the nine miles where we fish swords, so it's no more than like 13 miles, 15 miles off the beach. The fish are moving around that much right now. So if you're lucky and you hear about it early and you get out there, you could have a pretty good go in your skiff, no problem. 15 miles off the beach, you might be able to catch well, a big one. That's the other one thing I, I heard there. Awfully, awfully close. So yeah. that, that's and what's that, bring into your, what's that bring into your deal? Prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Do not go out there with 60 pound thinking you're going to land a 200 pounder. Okay, and well, don't, yeah. So on Tuesday, we had uh, Rick Scott come over to Taco Tuesday. Right. Okay. And I said, Rick, Rick was there with Dean. I said, now listen, you have to talk to the people. Okay. And so what he says, you know, he talks to all the captains down there and he goes, there's complaints. The complaints from the captains are people come out and they are not prepared. You have been saying for the last two years now, you know, the, the P's, okay? I, yeah. I keep saying the P's. You have to be prepared. That means the right gear, the right everything. What, what's happening now, and I see it more and more, uh, of people just saying they're catching their personal best. 
whether it be 80 pounds, 150 pounds, 250 pounds, or more. A lot of people are catching the best yeah. bluefin tuna they might ever mm. catch, and that, but they were prepared. But the other thing to think about, and I want everybody to think about this, is this has been here now for six or eight years now. I can't remember how long, but I remember when it showed up, I'd never caught a bluefin over 100 pounds. And within a month, I mm. caught several bluefin over 100 pounds the first year, and I was couldn't believe it. As it goes, remember, this could be a 10-year cycle, and this is the point I want to make. If you're not prepared with the right stuff, I see what people do is they'll go to, they'll call me. I get calls all day long. And if you guys need to call me at Accurate, give them a call. They'll put you, they'll, they'll splice you right into me if you got questions. But people will go, you know what? I'm going to buy this Dotson truck and I really need to go and tow my uh, 30 foot boat with the Dotson truck. Does that work? No. Why are you hitting up on Dotson? No. I had, I had a little Dotson. <laughs> I had a Dotson 710 station wagon. So no. I, I like to you know, piggyback and power let, let me Let me get Go one ahead, more right. of this. Let me get one more. I'm getting to the point. My point is that when you call me and ask me if a 600 reel is going to work or an 800 reel is going to work, sure, they're going to work, but they all work within their capability. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if these fish are only going to be here three more years... We don't know this for sure, but it could be two years. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Do not go and under buy something. So if you're looking to it, if if it's a if it's a pen, get an international. If it's a Shimano, get a Tiagra. If it's an accurate, get an ATD. Get an ATD 30. You can land fish to 300 pounds on an ATD 30. My point is is is. If you want to land a truly a giant, you have to have the right reel. And now I'm going to hand this over to Oliver for the right rod. But the point is, it has to work. And before he gets into the rod dynamics, the one thing I'm going to tell you right now with a rod that goes on a big reel, have some tip and some action in the rod because it's going to work in your favor as a safety mechanism when the fish runs at you. If you keep your rod buried and you keep the fish moving and there's a lots of pressure on him, you're going to work well against that. But if he runs at you and you have a rod with no action, tip comes up and you're fishing circle hooks, you could be gone. So that's my point with the with the big fish. Right now, be prepared with flat fall jigs. Be prepared for fish and bait. Make sure that you have the right leader. I cracking up the other day watching some guy put 60 pound, and I'm looking at these 250 pound <laughs> fish, and I'm like, dude, what are we doing? He goes, well, they won't. You don't know what they're going to eat until you try it. So start big. And I mean, to me, I wouldn't start with anything less than 80. But if I could, I'd start with 100, you know, and fish yeah. a good circle hook. Owner's got some great circle hooks to use. Fish some good circle hooks. And, and this is what I'm going to say is uh, if you're doing your own stuff, it's not easy to tie knots on 130. No. And yeah. you, there's certain knots that won't work. So learn the knots. They're all over YouTube. Springer knot, baby. The springer yeah. knot works and, real good. And you've done them on accurate, so you can yeah. watch uh, but Ben do them. One more thing to think yeah. about is if you don't want to mess with the knots on your big gear, like for the connections, go to your store and buy a wind-on. Learn how to tie a bemini. Tie the bemini. Put the wind-on on. I would tell you that if you're looking to crimp a hook on a, on a line, if you know how to crimp, great. But I've watched people that don't know how to crimp and when be in a full-blown bite in PV, and I watched a guy lose three fish that were all 150 to 200 pounds because he wasn't crimping correctly. Right. So know what you're doing before you do it. And the other thing with these fish is 
set your drags appropriate to you. Right? So some people go, well, I'm going to fish 130. I'm going to set 40 pounds of drag. <laughs> Can you hold on to 40 pounds of drag? And remember, when the spool starts emptying out and you got half a spool, that 40 is 80. Yep. So learn to back off. Learn how to navigate your drag. It's super important. Especially with the big fish. They will take a lot of line. You will get towards the bottom of your reel. Mm. Normally, the stuff that we fish, you get maybe dude we we are always we are always on the line because that was it last year the year before 100 pound fish in front of us and we're fishing 500 size reels and i'm thinking if we get torched one of us gets put torched by one of those 150s or 200s we're gonna have problems well you know i live for that i know you got me doing that so i don't want to do that jeez and that's fine you know for the sport i mean you also could could rely on the captains and the the deckhands on on boat on the boat to to help you uh, tie hooks and whatnot um you know continuing that conversation on the right gear so you get those calls ben we we get the same thing people walking in and you know, and I'm sure all the tackle shops get the exact same thing. The biggest problem is, and, and, and I get this, right? Uh, I want to buy a rod that, that could do it all. Um, well, you know, uh, what's all? Uh, from trout to cows? Uh, there isn't such a thing. Work, right? And so we see a couple of things. Either guys want to come in and buy an extra heavy rod, pair it up with a 500 or 600 uh, accurate per se. Um, they have a budget. And, you know, they one question they ask, can I land a 200-pound fish on this? Um, sure, you can. Are you going to be in an open party boat? Because uh, they're going to hate you. You're going to be on it for four hours, right? right. If Get, you're lucky. Exactly. Uh, it's been done, yes. Um, you know, a medium rod could land a 100-pound fish, yes. Um, if you know how to put pressure on it, if you know how to fish it properly. And so, you know, for, for all the listeners, uh, like Ben said, this is a, um, a cycle, so once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see this kind of fish here. Is that the music coming on? Mm-hmm. So buy the right gear. If you're going to go spend $500 on a trip, $1,000 on a trip, spend $1,000 on that combo. Yeah. Stay, mm-hmm. stay tuned because what we'll get into is the three rods that you need that can get you by. Yeah, and I just got a message from Steve says, you know, he spends four hours every day answering the same type of questions. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. God, All Steve, right. you got a real job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, listen, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com.
Tom for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Good morning. Remember to thank everybody. Angels Radio AM 830 KLA. This is Angler I want to say this before we get back into the, the conversation. I want to thank everybody for coming out to Taco Tuesday. We had another successful Taco Tuesday at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Ron, how many people did we have? About 90... 93. 93 people showed up. I want to thank them. Um, I want to thank uh, Tony for being there. Oh, wait a minute. You weren't there. I was there in spirit. I was there in spirit. <laughs> I also want to thank Ben for being there. Oh, wait, oh wait, I was wait, on the boat wait. on the way back from yeah, trying to yeah, catch yeah, a tuna. Yeah. Dang. See I was I at that? Mountain Lake. Tony, Tony, see how I did that? I mentioned you weren't I was there. Fishing. And he, was, he was ready to pile on, and we piled on. <laughs> yeah, look at Tony's trying to lie. See, he was yeah, fishing. I want to thank Oliver for always having our back and you know always donating a rod. Uh, the perfect guy wanted. I think right he, I think he won the rod. And he last time he won a reel, so he's got the perfect match. And he went out and bought uh, a brand new reel, so that's kind of cool to match it. So he will be doing that uh, way. So GT and Rick, thank you very much for. Hey, GT's for, awake for a change. I know. I saw his he picture. He looks so pretty. He looks good so pretty morning. on our couch, Duddy Run. Good times. Really good, good, times. good times. All right. So again, once again, thank you everybody. Um, Taco Tuesday is on its way and. Uh, we're already buying the shoes for the October trip, so all the kids will have shoes. So I, from the bottom of my heart, I, I, I love you all for coming and, and helping us do what we do, because without you, it ain't happening, okay? So with that said, let me get back to rods, reels, lines, hooks. Hold on, hold on. We got two people talking at the same three, time. We want three or more talking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Andrew, hold on. I know you gotta go, but you gotta go, right? Yeah, I gotta go. Yep. Okay. Let well, him go then. Let all right. Him, so let listen. Him go first. Yeah. If you need toilet paper, it's in the cupboard. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had to go, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And don't always remember backwards, not forward. That's okay? really crappy. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway, have a good one, uh, Andrew. I know you're going up to Big Bear, so uh, I'd like to get a great report from go you. Go get him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Talk to you guys later. All right, take care, Andrew. All right, Steve, go ahead, bud. Well, yeah, so I, I get that, that question, and as, as the tuna get bigger and more more uh, voluminous, that means there's more of them, 
Wow. Uh, It's awfully early for a $5 word. I know. I know. The the questions just keep piling on. And, you know, uh, not the least of which is my favorite one. What's a good cheap reel for big tuna? (laughs) Okay. You know, (laughs) I I mean, obviously not everybody can afford anything. uh, But there is no such thing as cheap big tuna gear. No. And and as as Andrew mentioned, oh excuse me, as as Oliver mentioned, I'm sorry. Uh, there's no such thing as the all-around rod that does everything. Think of fishing rods as golf clubs. Each one does something different. If you were going to go play Pebble Beach, and bluefin tuna fishing right now is the, is is the ultimate. It's the ultimate pursuit. You're not going to go to a top golf course with one club you're just not going to do it so you know you you need a minimum uh, up until this week you needed probably a 40 pound rig and a 60 80 pound rig and now the fish are bigger and mm-hmm. they're probably going to continue getting bigger that means right now as as uh as ben mentioned you're going to need an 80 100 pound rig at least because now there's there's confirmed fish up to 300 pounds in the area. Chances are there's going to be 400 pounders. And it's also, if you're going out on a party boat, it is not fair for you to say, well, I can land one on, on the, whatever whatever this whole thing that you have is. It's not fair to fight a fish for two or three hours and make everybody else sit there and watch you do it. Correct. That's well, that, that's so extremely let me say not that, fair. All right, so we, we, we're very lucky, uh, listeners. We've got um, Ben's with Accurate, Steve's with Penn, and we've got Oliver with Fishing Syndicate in the house. So before they get in and do their recommendations of what they would, what reels, rods, the whole thing, uh, let me tell you what some of the captains are telling us. So if you're going on a party boat and you're going to go looking at these fish, this is what they're saying. You need one outfit that's 25 to 30 pound with fluorocarbon for finesse fishing the smaller bluefin uh, you mentioned, and the yellowtail. Uh, ben, you mentioned there's a few fish 30 to 50 pound in that mix. Yeah. That would be ideal. Then you need a 40 to 60 pound outfit, okay, with a two-speed reel to fly line a bait. We know say a 2-0 or a 3-0 circle hook. Ben mentioned circle hooks. I don't like circle hooks except for fishing bluefin, for bluefin almost exclusively, okay? And make sure it's tied to a, they're saying tie it to a matching fluorocarbon leader. So if you got a 40 pound uh, spectra, you could go to 40. If you got 60, you have 60, okay? Then a third outfit that goes 80 to 130 pound, definitely a two speed reel that can fish the heavier jigs, like uh, they're saying anywhere from 175 to 300 gram. Uh, the Daiwa SK jig is doing real well, as, as well as the flat fall we all know. And then uh, you tie it on with that, and then have various sized torpedo sinkers and rubber bands. Most of the boats have the rubber bands, but make sure you have them on. And I'll let um, uh, Ben explain the rubber band uh, setup because it, it is really important that you know how to do it. If, again, if you're fishing a party boat, you're in good shape because you've got a lot of captains and deckhands. They know what's going on. They'll set you up. But if you're on a private boat, uh, you better learn it. Here's the other thing. In the craziness of the bites, um, sometimes the deckhands don't have time, so you'll wait. Okay, If you know how to do your own stuff, 
uh, you'll be in much better shape. And I, Especially I, I, if you can figure out how to gaff sometimes because it's going to help your friends. Right. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not allowed to gaff on another on boat. Don't, don't grab a gaff, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, in, in those moments, I mean, uh, Ben and Steve have put out plenty of videos that show how to do knots, how to how to do the, the rubber band with the weights. I mean, I, I've seen them myself. So if you guys just either go to Accurate or go to the pen uh, fishing, or you go to the Facebook pages. Or the, they're YouTube, all there. The YouTube channels YouTube. are really good. Yeah, they got lots of so, lots of information. So what you need to do is you need to watch them and practice, and then do it again. And then when you think you got it down, do it three more times. Yep. Okay, and uh, do that because I watch Ron, <laughs> poor guy, at, at, on the schools. Okay, so the night before he goes, okay, I'll be here. And I'll tie all you guys' knots. You see all these guys that tie their own. And they had Ron. Okay, Ron knows how to do the, the, the same. And now Ben, too, on the schools. Okay? And they go in there, do their own, and then they go, something happened. And you see the little curly cue. And, 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 and they look at me, and I go, Ron told you. He was waiting for you last night. And I go, and, and guys, you guys know me personally. Look, look what it was. I mean, I started losing my eyesight. I had cataracts, right? I couldn't see it. I, I said, Ron, okay, help me. So Ron would do all my knots. I never had a failure, not one. You just have to learn two of them. Simple. San Diego, Palomar. Simple. See, everybody's well, got their own two. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, go near I, those two right now. Yeah, I would go with a double San Diego. <laughs> well, and South absolutely. <laughs> on a bigger fish, it's <laughs> double San Diego. The problem yeah. when you cowboy that double San Diego is, you know, you're now you're weakening uh, that, that line because of the... Uh, doubling it up. After years in Puerto Vallarta with a double San Diego and never seeing one failure, there's okay. There's well, no way. You know that. We I, can get I, this I weird. From the RP we, for some reason. Okay, okay. This stop conversation. All right, all yeah. right. You know what's the so, best? You know what's the best knot? The one you can tie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. The because one that during the, the, that's, a good, that's a good way to say knot. it right there. Yeah. The confidence knot. Confidence is key. And not only that, it's one that you could do it over. Sergio made a great point. You guys get out there and you, you know, like you said, do it twice. Then stop and do it three more times until you get it. The biggest thing is we're in a wide open bite, and can you tie my knot for me? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It doesn't work. And here's the other thing. That's what Ron does every time to me. Every time Ron does (laughs) it to me. (laughs) And and here's the thing. It's also good to practice a lot because you'll do them a lot faster. And in that that moment when, let's just say you just caught a fish, you need to retie, and it's going off, and you got nobody to tie it for you. If you can tie it, and you can tie it quickly, that means you can get back on before the bite is off. See, that's that's what I tie a uni knot sometimes Uh or a double uni. It's pretty much a uni knot a lot of times when the fish are that 30 to 60 when you're turning over and over and over. Tie whatever knot you can tie really that you you can tie quickly and that you know it's not going to break. The the problem with a Palomar... After a certain it's, line, it's crop, light. It gets uh, it's it's but light. the other thing with your knots, test them. Tie them with the tie the hook on. Grab a hold of it. Pull as and hard as you the, can. What's the most important thing on any knot? Cinch that uh, baby. All right, with that line. All right, so I hear the music. So let me go to the music. When we come back, we'll have the sheriff online. We'll talk about uh, what's on TV. It's it, it's saltwater. I love it. Okay, you'll love this one because this 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 one always brings some great memories. <laughs> All right, folks, this is Angels Radio AMA 30K LAA. First hour is in the can. Angel Chronicles will be right back. Welcome back to our number two. 
with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And you know what? When you hear this music, I mean, one thing and one thing only is that the sheriff, he's standing at home plate here at Angels uh, Stadium, and he's looking out to right field, looking out to left field, and he says, no, I'm going to put it down the middle. And it goes over, and it hits a car on the 5 freeway. And then poor Mia has to attend to everything. Mia, that's you. But anyway... The Jigslinger himself. <laughs> hey, you're here. I'm going after you, Tony. All right. Without further ado, Danny Jackson. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Sergio. You know what? If, if I actually hit a ball to right field or out, it would be an oppo taco because I'm a, I'm a right-handed batter and golfer. So, <laughs> But anyway, it probably would be more. I'd just be lucky. I said you looked days. right. You looked left. You said you put it down the middle. <laughs> Well, okay, that that would be fine. There if I go. got it past, if I got it out of the uh, of the infield, I'd be thrilled. Well, anyway, that would that uh, would really be something if you hit it to the five freeway. That would that'd yeah, be good. I'm telling you, at 57 maybe, but yeah, the five. <laughs> I said the five. <laughs> I know, I know. I, that means it'd be somewhere near San Diego, Ooh, the crossing. Good yeah. Job. All right. Very well, good. If, if it it was a five, it'd be a foul ball. So anyway. <laughs> Um, good morning, everybody. Steve Carson. Let me see if I got them right, Sergio. Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Tony Williams, Ben Seacrest, Andrew Mack, and, of course, our good friend Oliver Solis, Fishing Syndicate Rods. Did I get everybody in there, Sergio? You sure did, although we already said goodbye to Andrew. But, yeah, you got everybody in. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Anyway, um, been listening to your saltwater uh, uh, conversations this morning. I know you're dedicated to saltwater today, and that's great. You know, I've been fishing uh, really since the early 50s, and 99% of my fishing has been saltwater, uh, mainly here in Orange County and then San Diego County, of course, but but all saltwater. I've never been into the big fish. I've got a lot of big fish on video the last 20 years, a lot of big bluefin, on mainly on the East Coast. But it's just fascinating listening to... Uh, to Ben Seacrest talk about the big bluefins. I love it every You know, and, and that's the thing, and I think uh, Danny, you and Steve, and I think Ben as well, and me and Ron, um, Oliver and Tony, not so much because they're younger, but I, I'm thinking in all the years back in the day, Ben, Steve, uh, do you guys remember catching bluefin like this? Never. Alright. Oh, no, never. All right. No, we, I, we, we were happy with Fifteen pounders on the on the half day boat city of Redondo. We were thrilled with that. That's right. On twelve pound tests. On twelve pound tests and a number eight hook. I yep. remember I was I was on the Royal Star on a trip and I caught a forty five pounder and I thought, oh my god, I hit the jackpot. Okay, it was just amazing. And now forty five is like, okay, that's just a bait fish. But um, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's still there. my favorite, don't right go there. there, buddy. There's big fish out there. There's big fish. Ask my friend Dave Marciano, bud. There's big ones. Do you have friends? Well, well, ah. yeah. ask your friend. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I was just gonna say, um, uh, you know, Steve Carson mentioned it. You know, when I was all uh, oh, this a long time ago, but at the Coronados, we used to catch bluefin, and you're right. Uh, 15 pound bluefin that was at least it was a bluefin we were thrilled mm -hmm. and yeah we were fishing the the 12 pound the number four hooks and anchovies we used to joke that 
you better be right on the bait because these bluefins would count the scales on an anchovy <laughs> before they would eat it. Right. You know, so, but anyway, it was uh, fun fishing. But nowadays, the big guys, whole different ball game, whole different ball game. But anyway, Sergio, we'll get right into the show. Speaking of salt water, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, salt water. We're going to go uh, tomorrow morning back to Cedrus Island, Serge. I love it. Uh, you know that? that yeah, it, it's great. And, and we'll be uh, there. Course, we'll be, be we'll be there mid September. We'll be filming it. Uh, I'm going to take my 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 two buddies here, Ron and uh, and Ben, with us. Uh, it, it was. I'll tell you what. It was a barrel of li- laughs. Uh, now. We've actually been together tighter for now another year. I this can just be, imagine. This will be the third trip with all three of us, I think, right? Third or fourth. Uh, we went. We no, went we with went twins. Yeah, we went then you and times. I went a couple yeah. times. And but but Ron, me, and you, I think solid, solid. Our second one will be on the same boat. Um, and we, we've grown so much together in the last year. It's because it's going to be fun. And. Um, it's just gonna be fun. Yeah, they're, they're already laughing. <laughs> Danny, I need a place to hide. Are I rooming with you, Ben? A separate, a separate boat with these two. So no, we got an outhouse well, on his favorite yeah. point now. Uh, you know why they're laughing, right, Danny? No, you tell me. Okay, so what happened was. Okay, so so what happened is, so one night no. everybody's complaining. We, no, it wasn't Montezuma, but everybody, had, let's just say, had loose stool. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Not everybody. So I got on the boat, and, you know, I need to I need to do number one, and I'm there in the midstream. I go, oh, it's coming. So I stopped it, okay? I stopped. So then about 20 minutes later, I got to go again. So I'm doing number one. I go, okay, this time it, it's, it's got to happen. So I tell the captain, we were close to shore. We were fishing for calicos, and, and the yellows were close. I said, Get me towards the beach, okay? <laughs> and so I take off my shirt. You know, my I was wearing my swim trunks, so I left yeah, my. Yeah, the speedos uh, on. I had, <laughs> I had no. I had my Afco and my Afco sun shorts, and I, I jumped in the water, oh, and I was probably in about six feet of water. Oh. And I did what I had to do, okay? (laughs) Of course, guys, if you're going to do it this way, always know which way the The current's going, going, okay? Wind versus current. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing that, and I'm I'm finishing up, Danny, and I turn around, and the boat's leaving, okay? And I'm going, where are they going? Well, guess what? They were still fishing while I was chumming, okay? And we and, hooked a good one. And we, they hooked a 30-plus pound yellowtail, and they go. Oh, so they, le- they left me there bobbing on the shore. Uh, not going on the shore, I was in the water, for 45 minutes, okay? And they're over there, and I can see that they, they got a fish. I go, okay, they got the fish. They'll come back and get me. Oh, no, you know John. Oh, hold it this that way. Was, no, that hold was it sure it. Yeah, they, sure. hold it this way. Hold it that way. So that, and then, but here's the worst thing. One of the pongas comes towards me, and I'm waving as crazy as can be. Come and get me. They come in, they look, and they turn around and go. And then I said, why did you guys go? He goes, well, we thought you were a dog. And I'm like, I go, I was wearing a bright blue Afco sun shirt. Those dogs in Mexico usually wave all the time. Yeah. And, they're, and they're bright blue. And they're bright blue. So that, that, was, that was my... Um, 
that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I wasn't uh, angry. He, yo, you were mad. I remember him. Well, I didn't laugh. He, went, he wasn't screaming, Danny. He was sitting there, and the way he was waving was like he was like, if he could have thrown <laughs> knives at us, he would have thrown knives at us. Wasn't our fault. It was John. It was John. Okay. John. Hey, we were going. Hey, we yeah, because John get isn't here. You guys are blaming John because he's Wait, not here. So he's chumming the water, and you guys hook up a thirty-pound yellowtail. Oh, oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Well, and it's funny, John. Well, you know, it, he jumped in, and I go. Oh crap! I'm bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap is right. Anyway, go ahead, you know, Danny. What, what this story reminds me of is we were filming one time in DVL, and they got these porta potties out on the lake. Mm-hmm. You know where you can pull up to the to uh, a potty out on the lake. And we had a fish and wildlife guy with us one time, and uh, Mike Juicy actually, and he was telling me and Ronnie about what what they call an AFR. I don't know if any of you guys know what an AFR is. But an AFR around those porta potties is called an accidental fecal release, uh-huh. and, and uh, so you're talking about make sure which way the current's going. That would be very important. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Way too much. Way too much information this morning. Anyway. Yeah, but let me listen uh, for all our viewers. Okay, they're going to love the Cedros um, adventure because what happened was when we got there. Uh, one of the days, they want to go make baits. We go make bait. And remember that? I mean, just around the corner, Ben and, and, and Ron. Oh, yeah. I mean, these yellows were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. so we're yeah. trying to make bait, and one of them hit a sabiki and broke it. So we said, okay, you know what? Let's just go ahead and throw iron. Yep. And um, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yellow that was right on the beach. Right on the yeah. beach. and uh, Yellow till the capital of the world. I, you know, I haven't seen the size in the next last few years, and I think the reason may be the water's warmer. There's less, a lot less kelp. Remember okay. those ones we saw when we went up to the, we went up to Benitas though that one trip, and that guy was trolling by us, and every time oh, he trolled by, God. he had a 35, 40 pounder every time. Yeah. I was like, unbelievable. We yeah. just didn't get one. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, but, but Benitez is pretty fabulous, too. But anyway, this is this episode tomorrow, Sergio. It's called Cedrus Royalty. We call it there because it's it, we're, we're staying at the Hotel Zammar Palace and um, uh, to, with courtesy of Baja Fishing Convoys. I want to mention those guys, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, the main thing I want to say about tomorrow is timing on the show. Okay. It's been changed tomorrow and also a week from tomorrow. Uh, we're not. It's not only eight thirty. It's going to be nine thirty. So okay, perfect. At nine, at, yeah, at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, you'll get one last look at East Cape uh, from the Van Warmers for the Dave Marciano show. That's at nine. Then at nine thirty, this is Valley Sports West, Cedrus Royal Royalty from uh, Cedrus Island. So uh, a little change up uh, on those times. The next two Sundays, they rarely change our Sunday times. Ah, uh, that's anyway, programming issues, Danny. Yeah, All right, right. It, it is. Okay. Yeah, I got to go to break. So uh, listen, Have thank you so one. much. All right, folks, okay. this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio, AM 830. The Boogeyman. Come on, sing it with me. Come on, Ben. You know the clash. Yes. What's the name of that song? Uh, you know, oh, for that. No, it's not. Uh, Ron, would you educate what is the actual name of the song? He said Casbar. Rocking the Casbar. Rocking the Casbar. You I just said the Casbar. Well, it's that's not what the... I knew. I mean, no, no, dude, uh, that, I was listening to that when you were born, all right? Come on. Oh. He is a year older than I am. Anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyway, Angels Radio, <laughs> even 30 KLA, Zanger Chronicles. There we go. We took care of that. All right, let's get back into it. And um, I promised uh, Oliver... Uh, to give you the floor on this one because I want to talk rods and then I'm going to go to Steve and then I'm going to go to Ben on the reels to match uh, the class of rods because they each, you know, I want to get the yeah. pen version, I want to get the accurate version and that give people a choice, okay? So let's start with, um, well, I'm going to give you the three. Yeah, yep. okay, so I, I was looking for a 25 to 30, a 40 to 60, and 80 to 130. So, um, you know, doesn't matter which manufacturer you you like. At the end of the day, what you want. Yes, it does. We like fishing. Uh, well, so. you know, but for for, <laughs> for our listeners, right? And at the end of the day, you know, you, you it's your money. You go buy what you want. So, but the the, the thing you got to keep in mind is it's functionality of that rod. You want to go buy a rod, um, a light or medium, for that kelp paddy fishing, the school size tuna that could go between you know twenty to forty, maybe fifty pounds, right? Uh, and everyone fishes differently, so. Uh, what's light to me may not be light to you, right? Mm -hmm. I may, to me, a light is a 15-30, and I want to fish it at 20 to 25 pound test. Um, someone may say, nope, I need a medium with 25-30. Fine. You need to stay within that rod rating. You need to learn real sizes and what they're designed to do. It's something I've been, I was alluding to earlier, right? Um, I, I, I see a lot of new anglers not understanding what a 200 size reel is, a 500 size Real is a 4.0, a 12, 16, 20, 30, 52 speed. And so when people call us or they come into the shop, we, we try to educate them in that. You know, you got to have a balanced setup. So people come and say, hey, I want to buy a rod. I already have the reel. What do you have? So now we get that reel that they have. We ask what blind uh, panthers they, they've loaded on Spectra. And then we suggest one or two rods are going to fall within that range of that reel. Uh, every rod out there and every reel out there, you can fish it within, you know, a, a certain range, right? Yeah, but the, th the thing that a lot of things that 
first thing is, it's just like what Steve was saying with golf. Do you want a putter? Mm -hmm. Do you want a driver? Do you want a seven? Do you want a nine? So he deals with people coming in going, hey, I want a tuner rod, a yield tail rod, a jig rod. Uh, well, that, that, that's what makes it, if, cause if think, that's what custom means, okay? Now line words, rating, he's matching you with, he's looking at real size, rod size, no, I, line class. I, I got that's, that, but, but the line class thing is a, is, a, is a different deal too though, right? Because come up, someone come in with line class and go, I just, this is it. Well, is it a jig rod? Is it a bait rod? Is right. it a mm -hmm. flat fall rod? Sure. I mean, cause the, the variety of rods that he makes custom for people, when you go in to see him, you better know what you want. And if you don't know where you want, where can you go? YouTube, right? right. You can go anywhere. I, well, but, and we educate them when they come in, right? right so they, but, yeah. but, 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 but okay, but what Oliver's done, this is what got me, is I, I've seen him from the infancy, if you wish, when he mm -hmm. first got started. And uh, he out, outfitted me with four rods. Mm -hmm. Actually, three at first, and I had to go you get the four rods. You need four rods. Ones. Three, it's, it's hard. I, I was here yeah. then. I remember so, yeah, those you need days. Four rods. So he, he, got, he got us the L, the light, an 800L, which was 15 to 30. Then he got the eight, the eight hundred M, which is twenty to fifty. Mm -hmm. The M is is a great rod, yeah. perfect. And then he got us the heavy, which was thirty to sixty. Thirty to sixty. None of the first then rods he that threw, he got us were but the then he threw, awesome rods. Yeah. yeah, he threw the yeah. the bass rod at me, which was twenty five forty five. We'll, we'll leave the bass rod aside. Yeah, I think with those three. We're not setups, talking about the seven ten H. Are you kidding? Well, that's that's okay. my bread and butter. All right, all right. That's my bread and butter. Didn't mean to do that. And I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, if, if I have taxed that rod, like you haven't believed. I mean, the when I when I take it down to the East it, Cape, I take the the bass reels it's off. Very versatile. And I put the I like the little three hundred, the baby yeah. three hundred. You saw me do no, it no, with yellows over you. there. Yeah. But I mean, th those things. All right. But here's the thing about the rods, and this is why important. I mean, if you got the time and, and you want to go see Oliver, you've got the shop. You actually put it in their hands. You've got a lot of reels. That, although they can bring their own reels so they can feel what it's like. That's and what we watch suggest. the bend. But, but, but here's the thing that I've noticed. You've got to know how to, how to deal with a full graphite, a full fiberglass, or a composite. They all behave differently. And I will venture to say that some rods that are supposed to be equal, they're the same exact rods, can also behave a little different. They're different. They're, they're like, they're, they're like, um, they're, they're your tools, you know, they, they, they act, they, they have personalities. I, I, I name my, I call them my girls. They do, I mean, they do have personalities for yep. sure. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, um, you know, once you do that, you'll get it dialed in, but it's very important. If you're going to invest the money in a new rod, it's, new reel, for something this, this big, we're, we're not talking, like like Steve said, this is not a, uh, a cheap event here, okay? Right. So you might, you do want to do it right. So you want to go see somebody who will outfit you correctly. I mean, if you go see a golf pro, he'll get you the, the I mean, when you get a great yeah, golf, like but, Steve was saying, I mean, my golf clubs are a lot shorter than some other people's golf clubs. Well, okay? and if you're not standing on that stool that you use a lot. <laughs> there we so go. I'm going to wind it back in. So, you know, the, the light, medium rod, and then you want to you wanna have a heavy. Um, depending on the manufacturer, a heavy could be, you know, 25, 60, 30, 60. And up to 60. And depending on the manufacturer, you could fish, you know, uh, between 30 to 50 pound uh, as your top shot, right? Um, every, every manufacturer has... a uh, you know different rods 
and we all grade our, our rods the way we want to grade them for our own reasons on how we want these rods being uh, used. Uh, same, same with reels. So so then you, you want something that's an extra heavy or double X that's going to fish that 60 to 80, right? Again, most rods will fish two ranges, a higher, the, the, the high end and the low end, uh, just like reels. Uh, I could get a Fathom 25, which is similar to the accurate turn 500, and I could fish 30 on that reel. I could push you to 50 if I had to. Same thing with that 800 medium. It's rated 20 to 50. It's considered a 30-pound rod, but I could push 40 or 50 on it if I had to. Now, is that so, really... So, you know what? For those people that may not understand this, explain their concept. Let's just say you have the medium rod. It's mm -hmm. rated 20 to 50, and uh, you've got, say, a reel that has 65-pound backing. Mm -hmm. Okay, because it happens. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, they're biting 60, and they put a 60-pound leader. Okay. Yeah, so so tell people, I mean, it can be done. but it, it can. Why isn't that ideal? So as a general rule, you want to stay within that rating of that rod, right? So whether it's 15, 30, or 50 to 100. Um, and you got to understand the rating on that rod, just like you understand drag pressure in line. A rod is um, rated 15 to 30. That means that. It breaks at 15 pounds on the tip. It breaks at 30 pounds on the butt end. And so what do you want to fish? You want to fish something in between, 20 to 25. So and what do you mean by it breaks the tip? That's the pressure. It breaks under that type of pressure, right? When you start, when you lift 15 pounds straight, it'll, it'll break at that point. Let me just say this. Are you listening to that, William? <laughs> Tony? I mean, uh, uh, Tony? <laughs> no, so, Tony's a uh, door. Tony's a car door. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we haven't no come up with that class. rating yet. Uh, so, so going back to that, right, <laughs> you know, love, the four Tony. rods, you want to have that light or medium that you're going to fish between 20 to 30 pounds for the school-sized uh, school fish. Then you want to have a rod that's going to be able to fish 40 to 50. And what rod should that be? It should be a, about a heavy uh, with a, say, 500 size uh, accurate, a, a Fathom tw uh, or, or um, a Torque 2530. So you can fish 40 to 50 in that. The next rod that you want to have is, is an extra heavy, at least with our, our line ratings. It could be a double X to someone else. It could be a heavy with someone else. But what you want that combo to fish is 60 to 80. And the reason you want it to fish 60 to 80 is you could fish. And, and we're not used to seeing this here, right, in the overnight day and a half in three-day trips. The long-range guys are used to fly lining, a bait on 60 pound test oh, yeah. you know us locally we don't understand how that works but you have to learn that that rig will also serve as your sinker rig with 60 or 80 pound and then you want to have that 100 pound rod considered a rail rod you need to make sure that that rating uh it's either 80 to 150 60 to 130 can you fish 100 pound test on a 50 to 100 you can should you you shouldn't Especially with these fish. Yeah, the thing that the thing that um, most people don't understand is you're talking about the the high end of the rating, mm -hmm. and what what do we what do we talk about this? We've said this for two years. A rod is like a spring. You load a spring and it gets all the energy in it. When you fish line at the very top of the rating, you're loading the rod and the you're going to meet that point of diminishing returns, and that means the rod action's going to bottom out. There's no lifting power on the rod, and then all of a sudden you're not making any headway. So go yeah. into that a little bit. So you know, and and it goes same for the reels, right? Um, why would I buy a, a, an accurate 600 or a Fathom 40 per se and fish it, you know, with 
30 pounds of drag. Can they handle them? Yes, it, they can. Are they the best reel for that? No. You know, if I'm going to fish 100, I'm going to get a pen uh, 20, a pen 30 maybe. Uh, I'm going to get an ATD 30, right, to fish that kind of a... Uh, um, uh, that, that kind of uh, line class. And so, yes, uh, spring-loaded, right? That you, you don't want to bottom out the rod at the end of the day. And that's what it comes down to. 50 to 100, you're fishing it at 100, you're bottoming out that rod. And you don't have any more spring or any more lifting power. That rod is just sitting there, and that fish is just dogging you because you have no lifting power. And so you want to make sure that you're doing that. Now, what, what I'm going to share with you guys is this. Three, three years ago, we are making that rail rod 60 to 130. We're both are buying them from us, you know, Outrider, Tomahawk, yeah. T-Bird, to mention a few. Last year, they all came in and they said, we need something with more power. Because the Outrider, the Tomahawk, caught fish from 360 to 390 on these rods. Hmm. Those boats, uh, the Tomahawk is using, and, and, and the uh, Outrider is using the ATDs. They're using the 50. And I said, listen, that reel and that rod do not go with each other. <laughs> right. But yeah. we that's had, what they had. But, but that's what they had, you know. And they were doing it for line capacity. The fifty obviously has some more more line capacity. Uh, they were fishing the rods at fifty pounds of drag, which the rod is perfectly made for that. But they were having a hard time with fish. We've had to be building the unlimited rod, eighty to two hundred. That's what they're fishing now. They're putting they're putting the Macara fifty. They're putting the ATD fifty. They're putting the pen. 80 W's on those wow. uh, on those uh, guys if you don't know rocks. what a pen 80 W looks like look it up real quick all right listen um, I love I want to talk a little bit about that unlimited and I also want to hear from Steve on this on this next segment uh, we got to take a short break mm-hmm. this is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA we'll be right back Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. 
AM830. Welcome back, everybody. It's Angler Chronicles. And you know, we're trying to give you the information so you don't have to fear the Reaper. And that's the big fish. Ben, well, ben, I got ben a loves the, Okay, well, hold on a second. Let's go because we have a couple of questions. Before we go to you and uh, you finishing up, Oliver and Steve, uh, we're getting bombarded with questions. So, uh, Ron, you got one. Go ahead and give that to What uh, rod do you recommend for a uh, Talica 50? So depending on what kind of spectra they're going to load on it, and I would highly suggest you know 150 pound spectra on that on that uh, reel because of the size of it, and then top shot it, you know with 100 130. Um, I would recommend a rail rod, right? Uh, whatever manufacturer you decide. If if it's our rod, our triple XH 60 to 130, will handle that reel just fine. Our unlimited will fish it at a, at 150 to 200. Uh, is that the right reel for 150 to 200? I, I mean, look, I don't want to question the, the the brand. I don't think it is myself. I, you know, if I was going to do that, I would get a Pen 50, uh, Pen 80, an ATD 50, an Okuma 50. I'm, Shimano makes great reels. I, I use right. them. The Talak is just a, a whole different reel in comparison to the other reels you in that line class. The, the step up on that, you should go to Tiagra if you're going to fish that That's big right. stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We, well, I'm not sure we really have time to, to do it in this episode, but at some point we should discuss the difference between medium frame reels and heavy frame reels. There you go. And both have, both have good and bad things about them, but they are different. And uh, but yeah, yeah. So you are you're talking yeah, about and for a some of the, yeah. Reel. And I'll tell you what, I'll give kudos to Accurate and Tiburon back in the day when they came out with those frames for the four odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were catching just a regular pen four odd, and it would strain them. Yeah. And, it, and, it yeah. would, it, and, and you put those reels. I mean, it would bend the frame. So you're right, Steve. That Shimano would be a LTD. Great yeah, but issue. now nowadays, I, I hear where Steve's coming from. But right. nowadays, when you when you Steve's talking to about 1% or 2% of the market when he goes there because it's like most people don't understand that because they don't know how much drag they're fishing right. and they're not getting, they're not getting any So let's, let's share it with them. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a show on that because it's imp- here's, here's the way I look at it. You know, if, if, if they never get a chance to use it, that's fine. But at least they know about it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and um, I think it's important to know yeah, because absolutely. that's when you can make your, your decision. That's where, that's where a lot of, like what we do with our reels, but we do everything out of 6061 T6. Uh-huh. It's, all the reels are made out of the same. And what Steve's talking about, too, is that a lot of those smaller reels are die cast or they're plastic or until they get to that point where well, they're and, and so then the solid. frames are a single piece mm-hmm. yeah i don't mean to go together. in there and steve okay. well, I was, we'll, we'll do it on another show but I, well, let me get it one more yeah, question it, it's a bit much to get yeah, into yeah. at this point right but i'm going to keep with this because i mean people are going fishing right now and the fish are anywhere between 50 80 pounds and you're going to get into the 200 300 here real shortly a lot of fish i'm watching coming in on the big party boats between 180 and 210. i was so, just looking at that there's, yeah, so, there's there's some... so you got to be prepared if you're going to go start at 40. Uh, i'm going to answer one other question here that came in and this one's a little bit off the wall but it makes a lot of sense question is and we're all going to answer it i love this he goes i have a 21 foot bay liner Safe to make a run to SC, that'd be San Clemente, just trying to be safe. So it's a 21-footer. 
I have seen it done. Yep. I will not do it. Well, I do okay. it all the time in a but, 206. But, see, but, but Ben yeah. will, and I know guys that have done it on a 17-footer. The reason that I won't do it, uh, you know, sometimes the wind can get pretty ugly on the way back. It's 50 miles from but, the But again, if that guy's going to do it, if you want to do it, you check. Better. You have everything at your tips. Look at Wendy. You can see what's going to go on. Noah will give you All something. the time, Noah's going to give it. But the biggest thing is make sure that you're set safety-wise for the Coast Guard stuff and have a really good first aid kit on board and, and, and a and radio wear, that works. And yeah, and wear your vest at all yeah, times yeah. coming back. And yeah. they have the, those new ones, and when they hit the water, they inflate. Where that the radio needs to work. That's yes. your number one thing because if you can't, you figure you go on, you're in trouble. You get on 16, the guys on the island will pick you up, the guys from Catalina will pick you up, you'll be safe. But safety first, and it goes along with the peas. If you're not prepared, you, you mean. Look yeah. at look at Jack Soul. Yeah. Jack Soul had a problem with someone and, like that. And that guy was an expert. You know, he was a Navy guy on top yeah. of everything. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So those are the, those are questions. Anything else that you come across, Ron? Uh, no, that was it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, well, you know, while we got this, why don't we go ahead? You had a couple of announcements before we get back into it. Yeah. Remember, everybody, uh, for Coast Guard reasons, the Sport King trip on the June third has been uh, canceled. Uh, they had to pull the boat out of the water. And then the Fishers of Men trip on the 10th, uh, I believe it is sold out. I think they announced that. But give that phone number in red on our website at anglerchronicles.com a phone call, and they will let you know for sure. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I promised Steve some airtime here because I know he's got a lot of, he wants to say. So, Steve, uh, thank you for bringing that stuff about the reels. And, and the, the, that is, the frames are important. Exactly. We're getting into the weeds a little bit here. So let's make sure we get it right. So um, having said that, bring it to what we're talking about from a pen side. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, you can certainly go uh, way into the weeds. And I wanted to add one other thing um, on the big reels, and we're not talking about most anglers. Again, 1% of anglers need to talk about a reel of this size, but there is a hybrid size in between, in, in the Penn International Series, in between the 50 and the 80. And the 80 is a big reel. It's hard to handle. Yeah. I mean, anybody's going to have trouble with it. But I've noticed a, a surprising number of captains this year have added the 70 to their lineup because you know they're you know they've got their fingers crossed on that 400 plus pounder and they just know that their passengers can't handle even though their crew might be able to the passengers couldn't really handle an 80 but a 70 gives you a big bump in uh, line capacity cranking power drag blah 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 by the way but Steve even, that 70 even, is fire and that's what I suggest to yeah. people when they, they bring up the 80 I literally say do not get the 80 Go to that 70 because that yeah. 70 it will do it. But but really, uh, for for most people, what where I'm seeing you know sort of the disconnect is between you know for for the purposes of this conversation, your 60 pound rig, which a lot of people have now. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we're talking about essentially the the pen, fathom or torque 40 narrow, mm -hmm. 80 pound braid with a 60 pound top shot. That's a nice rig for tuna up to 175 pounds. And as Ben has mentioned, up until, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, the number of 175-pound local tuna that you were ever going to catch in your lifetime was zero. You were never going to catch one bigger than that. But now you are. And everybody needs to now have 
you know, the equivalent of a Pen 16 DISX with 100-pound braid on it that can easily, with no stress, no strain, easily fish 80 and 100-pound top shots. Yep. That's li- that is now a don't leave the dock without it. Mm-hmm. And 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 granted, it is not cheap. And I get again a lot of these notes, emails. Uh, you know, various uh, social media <laughs> messages, I can get a good deal on fill in the blank. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, it's not really appropriate, but they can get a good deal on it. So that's what they want to get. Um, you know, don't save 10% to end up with something that's the wrong thing. Right. All right. And then the only thing I'm going to say is this, because you, you mentioned this. If you can't afford it and you're going on a party boat, and, and there is – these things are, <laughs> again – we, you mentioned that it was a 10-year cycle, Ben. Yeah. They could be here now, gone tomorrow, then you don't know what the hell you're going to do with that rod and reel because uh, they're very specialty. You can always rent them at the landing. Always yes. remember yep. that. Yeah, all, yep. all the landings and most of the boats, I mean, this has been going on long enough, and they realize people are mm-hmm. not necessarily prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and, know, and, then, and then there's tackle shops that will do it for you. Well, yeah. Some of the boats have them on the boat. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, is we're, and we're not trying to sell you Accurate or, or Fishing Syndicate or Pen. We're not trying to do that. What we're trying to make sure is when you get the chance to land a fish of a lifetime, you have all the tools to do it. Okay, one thing that goes along with what Steve's saying, too, is people are asking for bigger reels, right? When you get on the rail with a bigger reel, I've been on the rail with a bigger reel lots and lots of times, it's very difficult to control the reel. It's very big and heavy. So it's very big and heavy. So I'm throwing this out to you guys that, like, for me, I'm getting to the point where I might get back into it. But when I started angling, I used harnesses. Okay, now there's a butt harness that you can get from AFCO and clips in real good. You can use a butt harness and fish the rail. So... It's really, really important that if you're going to get into big game fishing, you're going to get an 80, and you think you're going to get and do this stuff, get a harness for sure. Because a harness will take all the pressure off of you and make it a lot easier to do. You should see what's going on. Sergio and Ron are doing really <laughs> well. No, because we're, we're talking oh, about. I'm so excited it. to hear this. Okay, okay, now what about a What about is, a where do you put the rod when you're on the well, hard? What about a belt? Harness. I think a belt. That's well, a no, lost but that's art. The, that's the whole. The belt's a great thing, but try to hold on to a belt. Yeah, that's right. That, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm just what I mean, I'm trying to do is you're going to have a harness around you, anyways, if you got a belt. You can get a full system where you can bend your knees, put all your weight in your rear end. It's almost like a chair. And Yeah, right. and bend yeah. your knees, put your weight in the rear end, because what Steve's talking about, it, like, Offset I'm telling three. you, before this leaves, there's going to be 500-pounders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're fishing on a boat and you well, think you have any chance, you're going to have to go through and harness up and be able to do this stuff. You got to think about this. You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we all had a troller, right? I haven't had a troller in I don't know how long now, right? We I still have a, mine. Yeah, but with roller guys was the last time you carried it on, yeah. right? So, so right now, as you said, it's that sixty-pound rod needs to be in in your in your quiver, period, right? Um, Steve, we've got plenty of two hundred pound tuna, a bluefin on the Fathom forty on our double X, because uh, people are on the budget. That is sort of you know a budget setup. It's less than a thousand dollars, including uh, your, your Spectra. Um, the accurate um no that fathoms uh, is, is that, a great that fathom reel. 40 is great and, you know yeah. you get the money for the torque go to town if you get the money for the um the valiant 800 go to town right that's a great 60 pound setup this 100 pound setup you need it now 
You may not need it a couple years from now. And it's gonna, you know, what's gonna happen is they're gonna devaluate just the way trollers evaluate it. You yeah. know, I'm gonna uh, make. It, a, and here's another point to think about, right? So if these guys, if these guys are buying 80s, 70s is a great reel. But I'm telling you, you're at one point. If I'm a 60 year old man, do I want to sit on the rail with one? No, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna harness mm-hmm. up and get in there. Where do the guys on Wicked Tuna fight their fish from? That's right. The rod holders, okay? Right. And when I'm talking about a 500 fish, I've been fortunate enough to catch a couple big blue mm-hmm. fins, uh, one, one over 500 pounds. Yeah. If you think you're going to stand up, you're absolutely nuts and hold on to the rods. Yeah. The only chance, like when I went up to Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. they actually put a harness on you and attach you to the boat. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we catch six Pretty and 800 pound fish. In a harness. Yep. So it's something. If it's going to happen here, get a harness. Have one for the. I think it's my two two hundred bucks or so to get a harness. Yep. What do you think? That's get, get that's, the right get the right fifty fifty uh, size reel. Right. Right. Um, and or then, eighty. This is for an but, eighty. This is sure. what I'm talking. And then the other physics that are involved here is the rod. Right. Yeah. Uh, the conversation we're having off the air. What rod do you get? So look, there's just like there's budget reels, there's budget rods. And I see this all over the forums. Oh, I want to get a rail rod with a $300 budget. There's two companies out there that I'm not going to mention that are making this rod for $300, a rail rod. We've all seen what happens with those rods. And what happens is they end up blowing up. Reason number one, Ben, what you and I talk about all the time, the perfect balance. You need to have a rod that has a soft tip. Glass, composite, right? And so all the bigger manufacturers, including Fishing Syndicate, we make a rod that is made for that. It is a composite. You do not want to be fishing a full graphite rod on these big fish. You just don't. This is uh, not bass fishing, folks. Exactly. And so, um, you know, the, the one physics that I like to talk about is graphite is like bone. It doesn't quite bend right it breaks glass is like muscle so how are our physics bone and muscle that's your composite rod and so that's what you want to use a composite rod that's got the backbone provided by the uh, by the graphite and it's got the tip provided by that glass okay well um, you're absolutely right and and we explained that in one of the episodes we did on the tornado i think i made i did a little sh- a yep. short i'm yep. gonna put it back out i think i'll put it i'll post it tomorrow so they can actually uh, see exactly what you're talking about because you actually demonstrated and we, right. we talk and I want to make sure we do that. All right, so well, let me bring it back because you know we only have one one segment left, uh, and, and the whole purpose of this, and we got into the weeds a little bit. And I hope everybody learned something. Um, what I want to talk about in the next segment, though, is some of the rods that you've brought here because. I don't think you'll be leaving with these rods back in your hand. They're going to be oh, up man, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think we, we may be taking People are already there. asking about that. It's last uh, 90J. Yes, there. We'll, uh, we'll be getting he's, there he's on that one. He's got 12 rods but in this room. There's yeah. a battle going on between Sergio and, and Ben right now. Oh, there's no battle. <laughs> <laughs> when he's walking, I just shank him. I've been to prison. He has the regular it. Side. All right, so listen. I go war. So, so listen up. So listen up. Okay, so I, I guess the point was... For you guys getting out there and going, let me just repeat this. But this is, comes directly from the captains down in San Diego. If you're going to get on a boat, you need a minimum of three outfits. One's a 25 to 30 pound outfit. Okay, you need a 40 to 60 pound setup with a two-speed reel, 
and then an 80 to 130 pound outfit uh, with two-speed uh, reel. And, and you need certain stuff like you need 2.0 to 3.0 circle hooks. You're going to need some either the Daiwa SK jig, the flat fall. What's the Williamson uh, equivalent, Steve? Well, I, I've been doing well with the uh, Kensaki, and then for the smaller grade fish, the Gomame would be kind of the equivalent of the uh, the cold sniper. Yeah, okay. but both of those have been good. Yeah. Get get them, uh, you know. Colors, I think. I, I've never been into colors. I, I just think colors are for the angler. Colors oh, catch fish. anglers. As long as they have a good action, they'll work. All right. So make sure you have that, and then you need some torpedoes and you need some main sinkers. And I, all right. But I, we just the whole point of the show was be prepared. Don't lose the opportunity to land the big fish. All right. We're gonna take a short break and we'll come back. I want to see that. I want to talk about the rest of the lineup I have in this. I, Dude, I'm, we're drooling in here. We'll be right back. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. It's hot. Time to get to that lake, river, or beach you love. Just remember, COVID is still with us, so plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. tell you something you miss one of these fish you'll be walking a lonely road you're gonna feel horrible but anyway this is angels radio am 30 kla this is angler chronicles and um i hope that we didn't get too deep into it and lose some of it but because um, it is it, some of this stuff is the the engineering and the advancements that we've had in fishing in probably the last what 10 years 15 years uh, since floral since um uh, braid. I think braid i think since braid everything changed it, it, and it's coming faster and faster. It's even hard to keep up. So um, there, there's some, th- and they're great tools. You got to have these tools now. Okay. So the fish got bigger. Thank God technology went along with it. Because imagine, you know, when we were talking earlier, it wasn't like we used to catch 15 pound bluefin. So I'm going to throw one at you. And I told you this before. My first cow was 221, and it was on a pen six-aught 
with a Saber or Calstar 665 2X. Took two hours and 20 minutes, and that was in the 80s. And now, if I were to do the same thing, oh my God, no way. it'd be way easier. Right. Straight 60. All right. You, all right. you know, also what's changed, and, and this is a good thing, is uh, just sort of the economic investment that anglers are willing to make to get their big fish. Because when back when you did that, internationals, then depending on when it was, internationals existed. You could either pay to have them converted, or by the mid-80s, you could buy them already in two-speed. People didn't do it. No, they were People single speeds back then. a 14-day trip. Nobody had internationals because they didn't want to spend the money. It was the same hey, speeds back then, though. Everything they was... were gold-colored, okay, and it was like actual gold. I mean, you were looking <clears> back in the 80s. It wasn't 80s. actual gold. I know, but it looked like actual gold. <laughs> back in the 80s, you were looking at about 500 bucks for a— Guys were I know, because I have one. I still have my 50-wide. My uh, uh, I still have my 50 It was uh, all speeds. mono, so the diameter of the mono oh, yeah. dictated the, the harness and everything else. But I just remember how, what a bad size 80 was. Because I remember fishing with Rollo, and he'd go, don't bring 80. Fish 100 or 130 or 60. And I was fishing 60 that day, and I wanted to kill myself. But it, <laughs> it, 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 I'm just telling you, yeah. the battles now with the gear, what you were talking about, how the gears came along, back then... That's, it was crazy. We now probably it's lost like those so that's, easy. If you hooked funny. on one there, you probably lost. Okay, so but look, before we get back into the weeds, tell me about this beautiful <clears throat> white rod. It almost looks clear that it's nine feet. Uh, what am I, I looking at? I hate here? to make that reference again, but bone color. Um, really God, what a great <laughs> reel you got on there! It's amazing. <laughs> I love that reel. Well, I can't see the so, reel. What's he got? <laughs> I won't. I won't talk about it. So, um, it's last. That's the natural color of Eslas. And so I, I love it because we don't have to paint it. You know, eventually we'll, we'll tint some of that Eslas before it gets blue. rolled and coated. Blue. blue, red, you name it. Blue, my rods are blue. Pink. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, and so um, this is, you know, R90J that I've been working on. We've, you know, done a couple of rounds and now it's, it's dialed in. Um, got 200 pieces being made. Uh, guys are already waiting on them. Um, I keep getting messages right now saying, so, you know, when is this going to come out? This is, uh, for you folks that can't see this, we're talking about regulation jig stick here. Okay? Take some pictures. Put them up Actually, on the site. I, I sort of posted that already. And they'll, That's uh, good. I'll, there'll it's be a video here shortly. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be, it's a deckhand rod. So guys say, hey, can I put a real seat on that? You know? Wait a minute, what do you mean deckhand rod? We can use it, anybody can use it. Deckhand rod is going to be called the Deckhand 187 series. So so a regular fisherman can't use it? It'll only come, you got to learn how to use a jig stick. If you love fishing jigs, you're going to love this rod. If you have not practiced or learned that, believe me. All right, I was, you will learn I was it, bait. when you do I it. I was a bait fisherman yeah. at one point. I don't touch fin bait anymore. Let me say this because if you can bend the rod on the cast, you're doing it right. Yep. It is a beautiful one motion thing, and the guys that can do it, it's like poetry. You just see this, you see this jig just fly, you see the rod load up behind you and release at the right time. Right rod, right That's reel, good. right guy, 100 yards. Very possible on the surface iron, you know, yeah. a, a Salo 7X. Uh, we're, I'll take we mine in blue. We have our own version I'll take of, mine in you blue. Know, of that jig. Um, You're not listening to me. I'll made. take mine I, in I, blue. I heard. I heard. <laughs> let, him, let him finish his spiel here, man. And Come so, on. You know, uh, it'll be available in, over the next few weeks. Um, I'm hoping that we get them, you know, during the summer. And we're, 
we're getting everything at the shop cleaned out and getting uh, all the orders that we need okay, to get so done. Let, let me ask because you when this. they what, come in, we're just going to mass produce what, these things. What pound test is rated for? 3060. So yeah. it's a 40 pound jig stick. 40 per. In the future, it's going to have a, a younger sister. We're going to make a junior, a 30 pound, uh, which will be like a bait stick. And you know what, guys? Uh, even with all the new technology, I highly. I don't. I don't recommend you using anything lighter than thirty or forty pounds on a jig. Okay. Not uh, on the jig. Yeah, Absolutely. the fish are going to concentrate on the jig. They're not going to go. Oh, look at the line that's attached. Now, if 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 you can make your jig move the way it's designed to move, they'll just concentrate on that. Okay. Same thing with bait. They they look at the bait. They go after that. So don't don't skimp on the line because when you need to pull. You'll need to pull. Okay, you'll need to do that. Do anyway. you think you guys should know about this rod? Is you, you notice the boat guides have been um, black, they're not chrome. Boat guides, stainless steel guides, are not were not designed to handle spectra. Okay, right. and on a jig stick, a true jig stick, a true jig fisherman does not use spectra. So you, that reel is loaded with yes, 160 of 150 pounds of Spectra backing, so that I was able to put about 120 of 40 pound mono on top of that. Um, I've casted, you know, close to 100 football field before. I don't know if my body's going to be able to handle that now, but um, in case I do, there's plenty of line left, and you know, you want to have at least 100 yards of mono uh, top shot. On, on this on this uh, on this rod and, and those guides um, can we use guides with the inserts ceramic inserts which are made to, for handling spectra we can it's going to change the action of that rod uh, so you know i'm taking this back to what 80s you oh yeah take? this this rod looking at this rod this is the ultimate like um this is the ultimate rod to catch yellows of all different classes i was thinking cedros dude yeah it's 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 a yellow rod you could catch tunas on it and stuff too but if you're throwing it at a bigger tuna and you don't have the line capacity with it 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 could be a problem but if if you're looking for a rod that's made for casting this one's made for gassing that's it and your school size uh bluefin uh tuna 40 uh 40 50 pounds and then sergio what am i looking at graphite inshore um, we've had them in eight foot. This, these are the prototypes of the nine foot, which uh, actually, by the way, all these rods are going to make their debut on Monday oh. when we go on the victory. Okay, We're going to have cool. them there. Which, uh, uh, let, let, let's talk about that. Um, a couple of things are happening today at 3 p.m. Why don't you talk about that? Uh, so we're going to have a Facebook Live uh, event as we've been doing uh, the last uh, few weeks. You're coming in to uh, talk to uh, talk to us about uh, bass fishing along with Rick. You guys are, you know, along with Ben, uh, some of the guys that I see focused on bass fishing, you guys bleed it and breathe it as much as I do. I mean, I love to catch everything, but when look, it's, if when I it's had one time, fishery left, yeah, it'd be bass. Yeah, and it's bass. Be, it'd be it would be bass. Period. Freshwater, saltwater, you know. Uh, and so calicos are obviously the, the most fun of them all. Well, Ben likes to catch. If it's just one, he likes sculping. Right, so you want to yeah, oh, yeah, you're like Steve yeah. Phelps. Hey, Steve. I, yeah, I used to fish in those sculpting tournaments in the old days. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so we'll do that. It's at 3 p.m. on Facebook Live. Just uh, you got. We, and so go I got here? 60 more seconds, and I'll, I'll oh, shut up over here. It. So uh, extra light, light, medium, uh, graphite rods. We're gonna have them in eight and nine, and we've now developed an inshore composite. Um, the new generation of anglers likes to fish that 
the bait casters, the three to four hundred, whether it's you know the Tranks, whether it's the Okuma Komodo, whether it's the Alexa, right? And so they come in a lot and they ask for a rod for those reels. The all-purpose uh, composite rods that we that we have are made mostly for open face reels, star drags, two speeds to fish live bait. Real reels. So yes. So we've. I've made the decision that we're gonna we're gonna supply the demand, and we we got this uh, eight and nine foot, light and medium. I also developed a heavy. We're not gonna build a heavy. It is too heavy. Uh, a thin diameter uh, blank requires more material to provide the strength, and and therefore um, that rod is too heavy. Now we got ten of those. I'm sure there's gonna be people that love them. We're gonna sell them. <laughs> I'm right here. And okay. then you know, uh, light medium. That's all we're gonna need. So. All right. Thanks for having me again. Well, listen, we appreciate it. I know we've got about 30 seconds left. I just want to remind everybody, we're going to be on the uh, victory on Monday. I can't believe you for Nate. Folks, in the, on Thursday, he says, what are you doing Saturday? I need you to come in Saturday. And we'll just, so I don't even know about this. But it'll be a lot of fun. I want to thank everybody for uh, being on the show today. Mia, thank you for being here. And uh, Ron, you like that? I had, I had to do it. Ron and, and Ben, thank you. Steve Carson as well. Andrew, he's on his way to Big Bear. Um, I love these conversations. I think we all learn something new. And I love the fact that and Ben and Steve, you'll get a kick out of it. One's accurate, one's pen, right? But the reel on that rod is neither one. All right? And that's not my fault. Okay, hey, so you, need a you guys show. Hit, oh, you know what? I sell as many pens as I do accurates, and, and I sell everybody's stuff. But it, the, the whole thing is yeah. I'm here to teach and yeah. pass on the right information. Okay, right. have, have a happy Memorial Day, and folks, be kind. Get out. Be kind. And get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.